Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see what I'm lacking to place me? Since I rap in the basement But my come up is legend, is greatness I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal I can never quit now, I will never settle Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like Geppetto We in the same game, but I'm on a different level I passed it, gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket No fake round me, you feeling too plastic Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket Whoa. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be All the haters in heavy rotation You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Cause I'm looking like Wesley, test me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Joel Embiid with Jacques Vaughn's strategy to double and triple as soon as he touches the ball. Since we have moved him more to the elbow, the free throw line, and the top of the key, Joel Embiid in yesterday's game was flat out 100% Nikola Jokic. That's what I mean by this. It's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. The Denver Nuggets put Nikola Jokic at the elbow and the top of the key, and they let him pass the ball like a point guard. Now, I'm not saying Joel Embiid is as good of a facilitator or passer of the basketball as Nikola Jokic. But it's not earth-shattering to put a big guy up there and let him see the floor and pass the ball around. It's just not earth-shattering. I know it breaks advanced analytics and makes everybody think, oh my God, this guy's the best basketball player to ever live. Look at these numbers. Look at his VORP and his Raptor and his estimated box plus minus and whatever else you want to do. It's not earth-shattering. It's just the style of basketball that he chooses to play. Joel Embiid in this game and the last one is choosing to play that style of basketball. He knows the double's coming. He knows possibly the triple's coming. And he's choosing to move the ball, which just results in more opportunities for everyone else and more assists. Straight up. They're going to look at the box score in this game. They're going to say Joel Embiid struggled. But 2019-7 is a Nikola Jokic stat line. Joel Embiid can be Nikola Jokic anytime he wants to be Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic cannot be Joel Embiid anytime he wants to be Joel Embiid. I'll say like Joel Embiid can come close to what Jokic can do facilitating wise by choosing to play that style of basketball from the top of the key. Nikola Jokic cannot even sniff the same stratosphere as Joel Embiid defensively, even if he tried. Now, Joel Embiid got dunked on yesterday. He got yammed on by Cam Johnson. But why did he get dunked on? Because every single defensive possession 
where he has a chance to try to guard the rim. He's up there attempting to block a shot. And if the haters want to post that highlight of Cam Johnson dunking on Embiid and try to talk something, just you might as well put in the same tweet, I don't watch ball, I don't know anything. Do you understand why there's not a highlight of Nikola Jokic getting dunked on like that? Because number one, he can't jump high enough to get dunked on like that. Number two, he's usually not even in that position to get dunked on because he got smoked three seconds ago. That's why Joel Embiid's been the MVP for three seasons. Because of what he does on the defensive side of the ball combined with dominating offensively, Nobody else is doing it. Nobody else can do it the way that he does it. He had some ridiculous blocks yesterday also. One of the ones off the top of my head, Cam Johnson drives right. And this is another thing Joel Embiid does amazing that he really doesn't get enough credit for. Cam Johnson drives right, tries to go around him. Joel Embiid is is methodical defensively. He's patient. You know, he's he's... Incredibly athletic for his size, but he's so smart and he's so patient and he's watching the guy drive and he's waiting. A lot of players jump prematurely and allow the offensive player to reverse the layup like Cam Johnson tried to do. Joel waited for it. He didn't put the layup up the right side. He tried to reverse it and Joel just, come on, son, smack, get it out of here, get it out of here. Another one, Cam Johnson tried to force his way through the defense. Maybe there was a foul. Joel Embiid, the help defender, volleyball spiked it 15 feet in the air, treated the basketball like one of those bouncy balls you get out of a gumball machine. He's too good, too dominant offensively, way too good defensively. Nobody else can do it like he does it. Nobody. Nobody. There was only two times in this game that I saw, well, maybe three. One, he got called for a travel. But there was only like two or three times in this game that Joel Embiid wasn't double teamed. One of them, he was one-on-one with Royce O'Neal at the top of the key. It's literally like nobody's there. He just drove right past him and laid it in. Another one, Nick Claxton under the rim. I think he got called for a travel on that one. Another one on Royce O'Neal in the fourth quarter. There was two times, two or three times in the fourth quarter uh, where I think Jock Vaughn said, okay, this ain't working. You know, we're leaving players open too too much. Let's go one-on-one with Joel, see what happens. <laughs> and what happens is you get dominated. If they would stop doubling and tripling, Joel would score 50 on this team. He drives right past Royce O'Neal. Another one, he gets O'Neal one-on-one. O'Neal plays solid defense, faces him up. Joel hits a turnaround, Hakeem Olajuwon, 17-foot fadeaway. He's too good. Can't stop him. Now, Jacques Vaughn's strategy against Joel is completely biting them in the ass. Again, but if they didn't do that, he would just score 50. There's no answer. It's a sweep. There's no answer. Tyrese Maxey was huge. And again, I said this is the first time in Joel Embiid's career that he has players on the perimeter that can make a team pay for throwing the kitchen sink at him. And it happened again in game two. 
Tyrese Maxey finishes a game with 33 points. Tyrese Maxey's shot form is so square, low, quick, that when he's wide open from three, it looks like a, it's a layup. It's automatic. It's a free throw. It's over. Are the Brooklyn Nets going to continue to double and triple Joel Embiid and leave Tyrese Maxey wide open? Are they going to continue to do that? Do they have any idea? I understand the strategy against Embiid, but you're telling me you did, you did a whole scouting report and you said, hey, let's double and triple Embiid. And somebody in the, somebody in the coaching staff said, well, you know Tyrese Maxey shoots 43% from three-point range on the season, right? And that's with a lot of contested shots. So we're choosing to double and triple and beat, and we're gonna leave we're gonna leave Tyrese Maxey wide open in the corner. That's our plan. Jacques Vaughn said, that's our plan. Game one, PJ Tucker hit a couple of them. Tyrese Maxey hit a couple of them. Game two, boy, they left Tyrese Maxey wide open so many times in this game. It's not gonna work.